0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Well, good afternoon. How are we doing, Western New York? It is Joe Beamer with you for the next four hours. Thank you so much for letting us in your car, in your office, into your house, wherever it is you're listening to us. I saw someone on the text board. They said they were listening on the beach Obviously, not here in Western New York, but they're listening on the beach, wherever you are listening to us. We are glad that you bring us with you, you tune in, and uh, keep us with you all day, every day. You know, that makes advertisers happy, and that's what keeps us going. Uh, and I don't mean to start the show off talking about WBEN, but you know, I love it here. I say that all the time. Uh, and it really is eye opening when you drive through other parts of the country and you tune into their news radio station or stations and in the middle of the day it's, it's national programming or it's a tape delay programming in the middle of the day uh, and you realize how lucky we are here in western New York to be live and local all day every day and um, you know I do my trips from uh, Virginia and back a, a few times a year and I am, I am the nerd that still likes to scan the stations where we're in, in certain parts of, uh, of that trip. And uh, it's just, it, it's really eye-opening to see uh, who does have that live programming all day during the week and the weekend and who doesn't. And we are very, very lucky here in Western New York, WBEN. We are live from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. live and local. And uh, that is a, in big part, Thanks to you, the audience. If we didn't have the audience, probably wouldn't have all day, every day live programming. So that is a big thanks to you, the audience, and obviously our great advertisers here at WBEN. So just wanted to give that shout out. How are you doing? It's hump day. It's Wednesday. We're finally made it. Uh, Halfway through the week, the Sabres coming off a win yesterday. I've got something to say about that in just a second, but I, uh, I, I... I'm not a big TikTok person. I've talked about this, right? I, I, I will watch TikTok. I probably should just download the app. Um, I will watch TikTok videos on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. They have shorts now, but I won't actually go on TikTok. I, fi- I find I get everything on one or two apps. That's great. But I, I've, I've been thinking also, you know, hey, I'm not a kid, right? I'm a millennial, and us millennials are getting older, but I'd like to have some kind of online content. I've talked with you about this before. You know, I, I watch all these videos of, of people doing, you know, crazy stuff. I, I don't think I could, get, I could get into that. But, you know, you've got Dave Portnoy. He goes to pizza places, Now I don't want to copy Dave Portnoy. But I was thinking, you know, we have everything here in Western New York, not just pizza. We have everything. And I was thinking, and Tanner, give me your honest opinion of this, I was thinking of asking people what their favorite dish at a restaurant is, right? You tell me the restaurant. You tell me your favorite dish. I go try it, and we put it on B-E-N. Do you think that would be any what entertaining, or is that just maybe a bit of a stretch? Is it just
0: confined to Buffalo? Western or? New
1: York. I okay. will go Southern Tier. I will go Western New York. I will go to Rochester. So, like, Rochester's the cutting point, and we'll just go down from there.
0: I think that's a fun idea. I mean, might, you know, turn people on to some places they've never been to or even heard of before. So
1: Exactly. that You know, I mean, obviously I want to become one of these people who walk through abandoned buildings. But I'm finding that is difficult when you want to do it the way I want to do it by getting permission. Uh, That's a little more difficult to do and and say, I want to, with your permission, walk through this abandoned building. Uh, So I think that might be a good idea. I've always been a big supporter of local business. And just putting places on the map, you know, there is a place, and I probably shouldn't tell the story because I can't remember the name, but there is a place in, I believe, Randolph, New York, that Sandy Beach loves going to. He talks about, I believe they have a burger named after Sandy Beach, and uh, he talks about that place all the time. I'd like to, I don't have that particular one place, but I'd like to hear everyone else's one place, one dish that they love, their Western New York dish, and just go and give my take on it, maybe put some eyes on uh, on something that hasn't gotten the attention. we got to work on the details a little bit, but that, these are the things that I'm thinking about as I'm getting ready for the show. I know I probably should be thinking more about the show. Uh, but these are the things I was thinking about uh, while getting ready. So maybe that's something we work on. Maybe we start by, uh, by bringing it up as a topic later in the show. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with that. But that's the things that were going through my head. Now, I know I ticked off a lot of people already on Monday when I questioned where people or why people were leaving the game early, the, the Bills game. And, hey, people have, have their reasoning. I don't agree with it. You know, I say if, if you're going to commit 58 minutes, why not commit the full 60 minutes? But at least at the Bills games, people were there from the beginning, right? People were actually at the game. I went to the Sabres game last night. Very entertaining game. They should never have gone into overtime. And I really hope in 80 games, or 79 games, um, the Sabres aren't behind the Lightning by one point. Because that would point to the seven seconds uh, last night. But the Sabres get a win in overtime. And, you know, the Sabres, there's a, a lot of hope, a lot of optimism around this team. Yes, they had a rough start. But they get the win against Tampa Bay yesterday. I have to say, I am really surprised with how empty the arena still is, right? Now, I remember some awful Sabre seasons. I remember some great Sabre seasons, right? When I was in high school, um I mean, those two seasons of my junior and senior year were amazing. And that place was packed every night, right? If you were a season ticket holder, you could probably make a hundred dollars. Off a random midweek game against the Blues, I mean it was that that place was alive every game, all 41 home games plus the playoffs. Now I don't expect that to be the case, right? They're on a they're in a drought. They haven't made the playoffs since my senior year of college. I understand that. I don't understand why it's as empty as it is. Because I remember when it when we first started down this uh, <laughs> this downhill spiral uh, to the playoff drought you would see a few sections or a few seats missing in the corners where a lot of the public admission tickets are, but you would still see a somewhat full arena. I mean, now, and this has, I think, been going on for probably the last six seasons, it is empty in there. And it's sad because the Sabres, I would say, the last two seasons have been at least fun to watch. They're in most games, take away the Rangers game, they're in the game. I'm just wondering... What is the reason for people not going to Sabre games? And does this have is this a bigger look at the price of Sabre games, the price of events in general? Now again, there's been a there's been a difference in the last seven years of the way the economy's gone, but the price of sporting events, the price of all events, concerts, anything, has steadily gone up, right? I mean, there was a time where the where a Sabres game, during the week in the 300 level, you could probably get in for 15 bucks. Uh, Obviously those days you can't get in 15 bucks anywhere, right? Even some AHL teams don't have tickets as low as 15 bucks, but I I, I am just surprised with how empty it is. I mean, it felt like a ghost town in there at times. Now I would say you had more people at the Tampa Bay game this year than the one, than one of the ones I went to last year early in the season. Right. Uh, But I, I was, I was Surprised because I remember the bankruptcy year. I remember um, you know those first few games after after the lockout. The Sabres weren't supposed to be anything, remember? I mean, you had the the team before the lockout. You had Barry Melrose talking about how awful of a trade it was to to trade Chris Gratton for Danny Briere. So there there the Sabres were picked to finish second last in the East the lockout season. But I remember that place was packed. The first game after the lockout. Maybe my memory doesn't, doesn't serve me correctly, but I remember it being packed. Now, again, that could be because they were playing Montreal. Uh, but, you know, there was nothing. No one had this team going anywhere. But people were showing up. I remember as a kid, there were some, you know, uh, the bankruptcy year, the year after that, Golisano's first year owning the team before the lockout. They, these weren't great. The the greatest team put on ice, right? Uh, actually, they, they played some horrendous games but I don't remember it being to this level of empty. And I'm wondering, what is the reason? Is it is it as simple as the ticket prices, the concession stand prices, right? How expensive it is to park downtown. When I had season tickets to the Sabres, I was paying $3 to park. Again, I was walking all the way from the um, M&T Bank near Theater Station on Chippewa, right? Or I would take the train for free. Um, you know how... Big of a proponent of the train I am. And uh, when I got cold, I would park my car at M&T Bank. I'd walk over to the tracks, and I'd take the train down to the arena. Because above ground, it is a free trip, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, So is it as simple as that, ticket prices, concession stands, or is it more? Is it, well, I don't follow hockey until the bills are over. I've heard people say that. are we, in all reality, a football town more than a hockey town? Could that be the case? Because I'll, I'll hear you on ticket prices. I'll hear you on concession stands. But Bill's tickets aren't cheap anymore. And I know Bill's concession stands aren't cheap. I I am at every game. Uh, parking at the stadium is, you know, it's if you want to be close to the stadium, it's going to be 50 bucks or more. So parking's expensive at the stadium. Now, you only have eight games opposed to 41 home games. So maybe it's a Tuesday night in Buffalo. You could say, hey, I'm excited about the Sabres. I'm going to go see some games. In October, Tuesday in Buffalo, following a Bills home Sunday night game, I'm really not rushing out to go to the stadium. Okay, I'll buy that reasoning. But I've seen some concerts come through Buffalo, and they seem to sell well. Right, Every concert I've gone to that I can remember lately, uh, packed. Right. Uh, So those tickets aren't cheap. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, again, concession stands, you could say. If you go to a show at Darien Lake, you're paying for parking. You're committing three hours after the show to get out of that parking lot. And I believe beer is even more expensive at Darien Lake. So what is the real reason? And that's what I'd like to know at 803 star 930 Because, again, yes, you can say, Joe, they haven't made the playoffs since you graduated college it's been a long road they, they got to put some some games together maybe even a season together before we show up but that wasn't the case following you know two brutal seasons in the early 2000s another thing is you go you look at the bills they were in a playoff drought too i'm i'm not sure if you remember the bills were in a playoff drought and you know all but the last two or three games of the season you had mostly sold out games at the stadium Right when it would get colder, Ralph, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Russ Salvatore sometimes would buy up the seat so you could watch it on TV when that used to be a rule. Uh, But you would still get at least five sellouts of the eight home games, and that is deep into the the Bills playoff um, drought. So I want to know what you think of this, 803-0930, star 930, what it takes for you to go to an event. Like maybe hockey's not your thing, okay. So what factors play in you deciding if you're going to spend the money and go or not right I hear people talk about how expensive the concession stands are Sunday the entire Bills game didn't go to the concession stands once I mean it is possible to not go to a concession stand during the game now I know a seven o'clock Sabres game that's more difficult because it's prime dinner time for people but it is possible you know, and I know there were tickets that were going for twenty-five bucks last night. Again, you might say, Joe, that's expensive early in the season for a hockey team that has not made the playoffs since twenty eleven. Okay, I'll hear that argument, but I, I would like to know. I'd like to put it in perspective: the empty arena that we have unfortunately gotten used to seeing for most uh, Saber games over the last few years. Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty Star nine thirty, and maybe you're not. Maybe you're not a hockey person. I understand that. What does it take? What factors go into you deciding that you're going to go to an event or not? And have you had to cut down on events because either the economy or the price of events? Eight oh three oh nine thirty 930 Star 930. I mean, look at movies now. Movies are almost as expensive as going to a sporting event. Maybe not savers or bills, but, you know, you get you get my point. Um, I, I just... I, here's how I look at it, and maybe I'm just very small-town-minded, but, like, we have the Bills and the Sabres, and I think we're very fortunate to have the Bills and the Sabres. We are not a top 50 market, right? Um, we I think we're 59th right now. We're the 59th market. There are bigger cities that don't have any professional sports team. We have technically three, if you count, well, four, if you count the Bisons and the Bandits. I think we're very fortunate to have professional sports here. Now, I'm not saying you should go just because we feel uh, lucky to have the team, but I would like to know what the reason is to stay away and why you think we are still seeing, even though there's all this promise around the Buffalo Sabres, just, I mean, embarrassingly empty uh, attendance. Because we didn't see that with the Bills when the Bills had a playoff drought. We saw at least five of the eight games of the season packed. And, you know, there seemed to be a lot of excitement around the Sabers' second home game of the season against a division opponent, which don't get me started on that because I think that's ridiculous. But against a division opponent, I was expecting more people. I was not expecting a sellout last night. Don't get me wrong. But I was expecting more people to be at the arena. You know, I think of the the game... The last game of the season of Galasano's first year, and the Sabres came out in blue and gold, right? We're talking the end of the 04. When was the drop? The, the lockout was 04 05. So the end of the 03 04 season. And they came out in the blue and gold. I remember Rick Janaret saying, uh, 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 look at what was and what might be again. Remember this? And it was a pretty good crowd. Now, the Sabres had not been good that season. They, um, I think we're eliminated with two weeks to go. But it was the first season of Golisano owning the team. The team had had been uh, cemented in Buffalo. And you knew there was going to be a lockout. And there was a really good crowd for that team. Again, last game of the season, not making the playoffs. So what has changed in almost 20 years? And I know there's a lot of factors. But I just want to know from you specifically, what does it take for you to go to an event and... The, 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 the question that I've had my entire life. Is Buffalo a football town or a hockey town? You can say, Joe, we're both, eh. We're, what are we? A football town or a hockey town? Which one do we put more stock in here in Western New York? I have my answer, and I'll tell you my reasoning for that answer when we come back. But I'd love to hear from you at 803 star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on a hump day where there's a lot of construction going on under the studio. Hopefully that's not interfering with the broadcast, but if, if it is, make sure you give us a text at eight hundred three hundred nine thirty. I don't think it is, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, what, what gets you to go to an event? Why are we seeing such empty arena for the Buffalo Sabres? And is Buffalo a football town or a hockey town? You have to pick one. I love both. I do think we're one over the other. And always have and always will. I'll tell you that when we come back. I'd love to hear from you. Beamer for Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back. It is Beamer in for Bowerly this week on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Happy Hump Day to all, and uh, we are talking about the lack of a crowd at the Sabres game last night. This has been a thing now for, I would want to say, the last seven years or seven seasons of hockey downtown. Didn't seem to be an issue before, even through some brutal seasons. But again, I was a lot younger. Maybe my mind uh, is misleading me. want to know what you think about the lacking audience. What does it take for you to go to an event, what kind of event does it have to be, right? Uh, to make the parking worth it, the price of the tickets, the concessions, all that worth it. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. And are we a football town or a hockey town? Now on the on the text board, someone texted in this. I I understand, I understand where this person's coming from, um, but let me just put it in perspective of how I view things, and I don't. I am not one of these people that thinks everyone should view things the same way as me. I'm also someone who knows that most people don't see things the way I do, right? Like I'm yeah, I have a unique I have a unique opinion on certain things, and I'm fine with that. Like I I don't I don't expect, you know, a lot of the reasons I give my honest opinion is because I know I might get pushback on that opinion. And I'd like to hear what your differing opinion is. But this texter at 803 said, maybe some people have real issues and problems that they are dealing with and don't have time for the nonsensical BS that does nothing to improve their quality of life or solve their problems. A lot of folks are hurting out there and they find the media arrogantly tone deaf. All right. Um, I mean, I I don't disagree with the texter. I will say this, you know, I think to an extent we all have something going on in our lives, right? We might be going through a a tough time. Uh, Maybe things aren't great at home, right? Um, I I mean, not everyone's living the life that they pretend to live on social media. I I try to make that clear all the time. I find stuff like hockey games, uh, football games, concerts, a nice escape. You know, and I've talked about this before. I think we all need that escape from reality every now and then and i think that's why people get so upset when your po- when politics are being pushed on you while watching a football game Like i think we all deserve that escape from reality and i um that's why i love going to hockey games i love going to football games number one i love the teams right i mean i i I'm a Sabres fan through and through. I'm a Bills fan through and through. I love going to the games for the team. But sometimes when you're just having a rough week and the Sabres are home or the Bills are home, oh, it's just nice to have that three, four-hour escape from everything. And last night it was so nice, m- minus the the goal that should not have gone in with seven seconds left. You know, maybe uh, hold on to the puck a little more before clearing it down. Maybe uh, sca- I don't know, because he could have also. I, who knows what the right thing was to do. Um, but it was so nice, number one, to see the Sabres win. Uh, but number two, it was so—it was just so nice to get out, you know, and and, um, and kind of just forget reality for three or four hours. You know, some people use work for that. I don't, but some some people use work to escape reality. Um, but I understand the texters' point of view. I I, I I get that, and I'm sorry if I if I sound like I, I don't understand. Sorry if I sound tone deaf. Um, but I, I do think we all deserve an escape. And I think, you know, the Bills are a great escape. I think the Sabres are a great escape. Uh, and, and that's why with the way they – the promise they had, and I, I realize the the home opener didn't go uh, as well as people had wanted, uh, but the promise they've had, right? I mean, this team does seem so close to finally ending the drought and going to the playoffs. And Tampa Bay, you know, a – Division team, again, don't get me started on that, but a division team uh, who's been very good over the past few seasons. I was surprised to see so much, so many empty seats. I I would think that we'd be starting to fill that arena back up. And I just want to know what it is that is, what it is that are making people still avoid. Now, again, you can simply say it's just a Tuesday game, Joe. It's a Tuesday game. Okay, I get that. Um, 803-0930-STAR-930 is the number to get on. And also talking about events, right? And what are the things that you need to check off on a list to say, okay, I have to go to this event no matter what. What kind of event is it? You know, people will say, well, Bill's game, I got to go. That's an event, all eight games. Some people will go, Sabre games. 41 games a year, I'm there. When I had seasons, I was. 41 games, I'm there. You might also say, well, when the Sabres play the Leafs, when the Sabres play, which the new scheduling kind of ruined that. But, uh, you know, when they play the Leafs, when they play division opponents, I got to be at the arena. I got to be there. Okay, cool. Or you might say, well, when Shania Twain comes through town, I've got to be there. You know, what is it? that will bring you to an event center. will bring you to the arena. will bring you to the stadium. 8030930 star 930 is the number uh to get on. And you know what this texture brings up a uh, a good point. So I'm going to Can you hear that? Can you hear that on the air? It's just like a a saw or a drill or something going on under the uh under the studio. But this, this texture this text brings up a good point. So, you know, obviously, people have rough times going on. It, it's kind of depressing to watch the news all day, every day. What do you do to escape reality? What is the thing you do to clear your head and, you know, kind of put your worries, the world's worries, on the side? I know that sounds bad because there are some people who are in a position where they can't put the worries of the world aside for even a second. But what do you do to kind of just zone out for a little bit and, you know, kind of put yourself at ease? Maybe not stress on everything that's bo- bothering you, everything that might be bothering your family at the time. How do you do that? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. And I realize there are people in a position, you can't do that, right? Maybe the struggles are so real or it, it's something that's going on with you that, you know, Unfortunately, you have to spend every second um, focused on. I get that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone is in a position to put their worries aside for several hours. But, you know, I, I talk about this all the time and how angry people get over politics on a regular basis. What do you do to kind of just relax and mellow out and maybe zone out and, and, and kind of put the noise to the side for a while? Because you go on social media, you talk to people, they are so invested in everything that's going on in D.C., in Albany, in their town's uh, capital, (laughs) that they're so consumed by it, they can't just let it go for a few hours. Like, there's nothing healthy about that. Like, if you can't put the noise of the world, it's a Kenny Chesney song. To that, Tanner? I just keep on thinking of songs. You just put the noise aside for an hour or two. What do you do? What is that thing for you? For me, it's sports. It always has been sports. Sports is my escape from reality. And um, I'm glad it's there, right? I um, obviously travel (laughs) to go watch it, um, but I'm happy it's there. You know, if it's Virginia Tech, if it's UB, if it's the Bills, if it's the Sabres, the Bandits, the Bisons. I'm glad to have sports there because it is a nice zone out, put the noise aside. Going to the gym mostly is a good way to put the noise aside. Beside, now every other TV has a news station on it at my gym. I don't like that I'm not going to tell them to change it I try to just get on machines that are not in front of the news uh, stations. but the gym for me is a great escape from everything, right to zone out. I tell my wife unless it's an absolute emergency do not text me while I'm at the gym. my phone is is you know turned over turned around the only reason I have my phone in there is for music. so please don't text me. When I'm at the gym, I want this hour, hour and a half to myself. And let me tell you, it works great. I feel so much better mentally and physically when I leave the gym. And I think it's because for the most part, I'm, a, I'm able to put that noise aside. But what is it for you? How do you put the noise aside to kind of just find sanity in the craziness of the world? Ooh, you like that? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. star 930 gets you on the show. Again for me it's 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 sports it's one of the reasons I was at the Sabers game. I'm excited for their season. Um but also did not worry about one thing. One thing going on with the noise of the world. I was focused on that game for 4 hours. And you know what? Felt great afterwards. 8030930 star 930 that is the number to get on. Uh, if you'd like to join the show, and um, you can also text at eight zero three zero nine thirty. I want to make sure I uh, I say that. And I do apologize for the uh, the noise in the background. It usually doesn't throw me off, but it's like I can it's like right under me today. Um, someone said last night I found out I can put the Sabers game on at my gym. Spent two hours there uh, watching the game. See, combine the two, watch sports while at the gym. You probably felt good physically. You felt great mentally after the Sabers win, and uh, yeah, escaped the noise. Now, when I'm here, I can't escape the noise, right? I mean, we're a news radio station, so I, you know, I have to be on top of everything. We got the news on here. I've got the uh, the news ticker on my on my computer in case anything breaks. So this is not a place to escape the noise of the world. This is kind of throwing yourself right into the noise of the world. But if you want to escape the noise, if you want to get out and, and, and not think of all the crazy stuff that's going on, what is it that you do? Eight oh three oh nine thirty start 930 is the number to get on. And that brings me to my next topic, too, which I was going to say for next hour. But let's get that started now. Um, Shane Beamer. He is the son of the great Virginia Tech, uh, former Virginia Tech coach, Frank Beamer. Shane Beamer broke his foot in anger on Saturday after uh, losing to the Florida Gators. And it, makes, it, it brings up something that I wouldn't say I'm proud of, uh, but something up from my past in just breaking something out of anger. And how do you control your anger? It's kind of the same thing as how do you put the noise aside? So Shane Beamer breaks his foot in anger over the weekend after losing to Florida. When I was a kid, uh, I would always watch the Sabre games in the basement, right? And Sabres lost in overtime. I forgot what game it was. Uh, But I came up in a a fit of rage. I just kind of hit the wall. But unfortunately, my aim was awful, and I hit the window instead of the wall and broke a pane of glass in the door that leads to our Florida room. Now, for like two seconds, that felt, you know, that felt great, got the, my frustration. Then I had to tell my parents that their window's broken because the Sabres, who were like 20 points out of the playoffs, uh, had lost the game in overtime. Uh, so, 803 starting at 30. Ever break something in anger. Shane Beamer, it was his foot. For me, it was a window. What was it for you? And how do you handle your anger? Because that's another thing, and I don't mean to judge, right? I'm not one to judge. But I do notice, or at least it seems, people have more anger now than ever before. Like, people are just sitting, waiting to just let it all out, Right? You say one thing wrong, people are just ready to yell. People are just red in the face. I talk about that almost every day now. People are just angry, which is ridiculous. Again, I think a lot of people are angry because they don't know how to put the noise aside for a few hours and kind of mellow out. But people are angry. Like there's a lot of just displaced anger. And I want to know from you how do you handle your anger? How do you make sure it doesn't get out of control to the point where you're breaking your own foot or breaking a window? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. And have you ever had to just write someone out of your life because they couldn't control their anger? And you're sitting, you, you either didn't feel safe around this person or you just didn't want to waste your time with someone that you know... Any conversation, they're going to find the one thing you said wrong, and just start screaming and yelling and getting red in the face, and we all we've all met that person, right? Um, but I, I do feel there's a lot of anger. Maybe we could point to that as well. You know, again, on social media, everyone seems fine and they're doing okay, and you know, it's the best illustration of their life, no matter what. But then you talk to some people. And, and it, it, you ever met this person where it it seems as if they are just waiting for something to be said that can light them up. Just waiting for something to be said that they can get angry about. I feel like that is more and more and more. That people are out there and their whole point of listening to your conversation is to get ticked off and start screaming at you. Have you noticed this? How do you make sure you're not that person? Again, I think it goes back to zoning out, finding a way to put the noise aside. But what about you? What do you think? Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty, star 930. Jeremy in Lancaster has an answer for the uh, Sabre games being empty last night. Jeremy, what's your thoughts?
2: Yes, uh, basically, uh, you're talking about escapism, but the bills and the sabers will always let you down so a lot of people get tired of okay you know it's not escapism if you if you invest your time and energy rooting for a team that's either teams they always get so close but they never make it so to me it's not really escapism if i if i know historically i'm going to be let down they never have been able to take it to the next level to get the ball proverbially over the goal.
1: Well, hopefully, the hopefully the you know with every game and every season they're going to uh, get where they've never been before.
2: Now, my mom is a uh, Chicago uh, Cubs fan. She cried when they eventually won, but how many decades? You know what I mean? Century. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't. Uh, Speaking personally, I can't get involved in teams if I used to be a, a fan, but just like uh okay, what, what's gonna be the excuse this year? It's like it to me it's just too emotionally taxing.
1: All right. Hey, Jeremy, fair answer, fair answer. I, I'll say this: there's a lot of pain, right? As Buffalo sports fans, we've endured our amount of pain. But you know what? Ask a Cubs fan. Ask a Red Sox fan, when you finally win, it just feels that much better. I, I, I truly believe that, and I do believe in my lifetime I will see a Stanley Cup downtown. I will see a Lombardi Trophy in Orchard Park, probably also downtown, let's be honest. Um, and, I, and I think the pain, and I know you don't want to hear this now, but I do believe the pain is um, going to make it even even that much better when they finally win. And again, I do believe, what do you think? I've got at least 45 years left on this planet. I think both teams will win a championship in that 45 years. That's that's my opinion. Uh, Diane in Buffalo. Diane, why are people so angry? Um, I think that we've had an
0: awful lot happen to us globally over the last four years. And... You know, with all the recent news, it just seems probably not to be getting any better for anybody. And honestly, I feel like it's um, it's almost like a, the first phase of PTSD because we have been through a lot of trauma with COVID and everything. And people get angry during that and they don't even realize that, that you know, they're doing it half the time. They just have these emotions that they can't get out or they're confused. And it's the easiest thing to do is go right for anger and take it out on somebody else. Um,
1: Diane, how do you uh, calm yourself? How do you make sure that you don't get into the uh, the group of the overly angry?
0: Oh, um, well, I walk with my dog or I'll watch like a really stupid, funny sitcom like a million times over and over and over again. And I do not turn on the news. I don't get off social media.
1: There it is, oh, Diane. There. Diane. appreciate the call, Diane in Buffalo. I, I, like I said, I, I think there's a, a lot of stuff that you know people are going to have reaction to, right? And I'm not saying it's it's you know you're going to never be angry, you know. Believe me, you, you you see what's going on in in the Middle East. You see the the attacks on Israel. Yeah, that's going to make you angry, right? Um, I told you yesterday. I saw. I, I read that um, that. Opinion that I'm not going to repeat, but I, I talked about it yesterday. That opinion that made me overly angry, right? I mean, it made me super angry. So I, I understand being angry. I just feel like more people than ever are just angry and they're looking for a reason to let you know how angry they are. Tell me your thoughts. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on a Wednesday on a, a pretty nice Wednesday. Remember, tomorrow's going to be the warmest day. But a pretty nice Wednesday. Hope you're enjoying it, and we appreciate you having us on News Radio 930 WBEN.